The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and thank you, and wow, are you in store for a tremendous show today as we are talking to a great person, a woman of immense power, uh, performing all over the globe, including spending many years of her life with Rod Stewart, as quoted by him as, in a nutshell, the girl's got soul. Welcome, Esther Nicholson, to our show today. I'm so glad that you're out there in the world being an intentional spirit. Thank you so much for having me today, Temple. I'm really looking forward to this. Well, you're um, a true model of, of life and of principle, and it's it's so evident in seeing how you live and how you are in your being. How did you, did you have, like, is there a story there? Did you have, like, one day in your life you're traveling with rock and roll bands or Tell us a little bit about how you became an intentional spirit. Right. Well, I first of all like to tell people who who talk about um, my experience with Rod Stewart and Bette Midler and all those uh, wonderful people is that I was 10 years sober um, before I even started singing professionally. And I'm so grateful that um, the universe didn't give me what I thought I wanted when I wanted it. Uh, which would have been before I got sober <laughs> for wow. drugs and alcohol. And uh, because if I would have gotten it when I wanted it, boy, would I have really, I, I don't think I would have even, I don't think I would be here today alive on this planet. Um, so that is truly indicative that things happen on time in the perfect time and for your highest and best good. Um, so by the time I was with uh, Rod, Rod Stewart, um, I was sober. I um I was practicing the 12 steps uh, of recovery. I had a relationship, a direct contact with with spirit. Um, So I was out there on the road, you know, being an intentional uh, seeker and and as conscious as I could be at that time. And what got me on the path of, of seeking spirit the way I did was I was a very, very wounded, broken young lady. Um, before I even started taking drugs and alcohol. You know, uh, Bill Wilson, founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, talks about being haunted by a hundred forms of fear. And I often tell people that from the time I was a little girl, that that was my experience. I always remember being haunted by a hundred forms of fear, just being afraid of everything and nothing. And um, it is it's from that place of, of having such... Um, a low opinion of myself 
and, and having that hole in my gut that it needed to be filled with something, with anything that could anesthetize me and, and make me, give me a, a false sense of, of wholeness. And that's where my drug addiction began. And um, it was so deep and, and so profound that when I entered the, the anonymous programs um, of recovery, it wasn't about fellowshipping for me or drinking the coffee and hanging out with people. I needed to find God, and I needed to find God quickly. And so I immediately delved into um, the, 12, the, the recovery process of the program. And I did it diligently and with the desperation of a dying woman, as, as they talk about in the big book. And just from that earnest seeking of this power uh, greater than myself, that by the time I got to the 11th step, sought through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God, I had such a direct experience of the divine within my own beingness. And I've never been the same. And I've been on a roll ever since. That's so powerful. How long have you actually been sober? 26 years. Oh, wow. We're like soul sisters. I, my, uh, <laughs> date, my date is September 23rd, 1987. And I'm uh, November 1st. Yeah. Of the same year? No, 1986. Isn't that I'm, I'm something? Going, yeah. yeah so if, my, if I'm calculating correctly, I think I'm going on 27, yeah. This, yeah, uh, you're going this, on 27. I can't, I can't even believe that. I know. I know. Neither, neither can I. I. I, you know, I still feel 26 or 27, but that I obviously know. is a different, <laughs> different talk for a different time. But it, yeah. you know, it, it's people like us that it becomes very clear then that if we didn't believe in other lives and other lifetimes, that we would now. Because when we start talking about the kind of fear basis and the various things that we had as children, that it's very clear and very evident that we brought those into this incarnation. Because yes, of yes. previous experiences that had happened to us and energetically what our soul felt in, in root of this arrival here, because I felt the same way. And that was uh, my major thing of facing, uh, growing into the who I am in my being is the big fear of being me. You know, not a lot of the fears that people fear, like, am I going to have enough money or am I going to have love? Or, But the fear of simply being, you know, and at yeah. that core, at that depth and at that level, um, there's very little that can p- compare to that because it's that saboteur rises uh, when things are, you know, used to. When things were going well or something, that, that self-sabotaging, and as John Bradshaw would call it, is that continuous longing from the whole in one's soul. Like you said, mm-hmm. looking to fill it. So, mm-hmm. um, well... Congratulations on your your walking and talking in the same direction that you're at a whole different arrival place with that kind of essence and with that kind of energy. Well, was it the 12-step program that uh, taught you, brought you into this awareness of God, or was that a stepping stone that then you, um, you know, became more aware in other communities or in other kind of teachings? 
Well, I first wanted um, to say, in, in order to answer that question, is you know my dad was a Baptist minister, so I had an awareness of God. I was raised with this concept of God all my life, but it was a God that I was afraid of. It was a God that was um, up in the sky that I had to beg and beseech to take me down some good if I if I prayed hard enough or if I said just the right words or you know if I held my breath breath for 30 minutes and was absolutely perfect. But and so when I when I got sober and by the time I got to the third step, you know, became willing to turn my life over to the care of God that I understood, I was so clear that I was powerless that I was even willing to turn my life over to that God. Mm-hmm. But by the time I had, you know, walked actually walked through the steps and, you know, did that thorough house cleaning of, you know, of uh, the resentments and the fears and looking at the part that I played, which just cleared me so much energetically that it connected me to a different understanding. Uh, You know, it connected me to my own experience of this presence and power. Um, By the time I got to, to the 11th step, it's like, by the time I got there, when I, when I had that first experience in meditation and I had a burning bush experience, I got to tell you. Well, tell us. I want to know. I want to hear that. Oh my God. Well, when I got to the 11th step, I, it was time for me to meditate because that's what the step said. And mm-hmm. I was scared to death because ego does not want to be quiet and, 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 and lose control. And so my ego was like, no, you know, be quiet, like really like be in the silence. And I remember calling my sponsor and she knew how much I wanted to know God. I was even writing God letters saying, please let me know you, right? And mm-hmm. she said, sweetheart, if you want to know God, you've got to be quiet. And, and, and that's one thing about me. Once you tell me what I've got to do in order to know God, I'm like, okay, all right, whatever, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And I filled my tub with hot bubble bath and put on a Course in Miracles meditation CD. And I sat in that bathtub and I recited the third step prayer over and over again. I didn't even know at that time that it was called a mantra. And the next thing I knew, I was crying and laughing and my whole body was orgasmic. And at first I felt shame because I equated that with being sexual. But I didn't know that just all of my chakras were open. And um, I, I was... It was a feeling of being home and that I had never left. It was like I remembered something that I had forgotten. You know what I'm saying, Temple? Yes, I totally know. Absolutely, of course. Mm-hmm. The science and, of remembering, yes. Yeah, and, and I was home. And I was crying and I was laughing and I was thanking God. And, oh, just I was, I was changed forever. And I got out of the tub and I called my sponsor and I told her about my experience. And like I said, there was a little bit of shame because it was orgasmic. And I'd always equated that to sex. I didn't know that that was God, you know. And she said, no, baby, that was God. And, you know, for about a month, I had those types of experiences. I've been trying to get those ever since. But, you know, of course, my meditations have evolved and, and deepened since then. But that, and that was what I needed. And, and I tell everyone, your experience may not be that because that may not be what you need to know God, you know, but that's obviously what I needed because that was my initial introduction um, into meditation. And of course, you know, like I said, my, my relationship with the divine has evolved 
because for a long time I, I kept wanting those types of experiences, not knowing that, you know, that was what was needed for the initial experience. And then it was time for me to go deeper, you know, that mm-hmm. I was going to continue to grow and unfold in my relationship with God. And, and, and my relationship with God or my connection, you know, to spirit doesn't, doesn't always feel great. You know, it doesn't always feel like I'm even having a connection. And that's where faith comes from is knowing that I can't be, dis- I can't be disconnected even when I don't feel connected. So I think that's how it has evolved is I'm, I'm in a place now of knowing that God is regardless of if I'm feeling it or not and that it is operating in as and through my life even if it doesn't feel like it in that moment. And that is uh, one of the most powerful things, and I'm sure that in your book, The Twelve Keys to Freedom, which, by the way, any of this material went to uh, deepen into the awareness as Esther Nicholson, not only the performer, but the immense teacher that she is, is you can go to EstherNicholson.com. But that is the one thing that... In, in packaging that and languaging that and the verbiage of that, if, if individuals could just get that, that externals come and go, experiences come and go, and our experience only means as much as we make it mean, but indwelling within us, this indwelling energy of consciousness, this I am that you're talking about is unwavering. It's constant. It's consistent. It's grounded in its core. And it would be so amazing as we see a world that more and more people wake up to just what you said, that there's never a time that you're not connected. You know, if anybody's talking about that, we just hold for them. Obviously, they're talking about their personality because there's no such thing. We are connected. We're a living and breathing and and fluid um, expression of the divine. And I, I totally get you know, what you're saying, having had that walk in my own life, because that's what I would do, you know, many years ago is, well, God loves me because I got the better job, or God doesn't love me because, you know, my relationship didn't go well. (laughs) You know, I I would want to blame God for all the things I was unwilling to show up full throttle myself. And so many people do that. Or unable to, or unable to temple. Or unable to. and, and that is basically, you know, one of the teachings in my book, which has evolved from 12 Keys to Freedom to Soul Recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. The name of the book is, is, is Soul Recovery, 12 Keys to Healing Addiction, and it's going to be released by Hay House um, on, on June 7th, actually. But, but this, this whole teaching is about not so much that, you know, you don't want to be better or you don't want to know your connection with God. There are so many people that are unable to because, you know, they just don't have those tools that will release all the gunk, you know, the illusions and the delusions that's blocking them from having that conscious awareness. Yes, we are all connected and there's nothing that you can do to, to get more of the love of God and there's nothing you can do to separate yourself from the love of God, but you can create your own personal law through your own illusions and make yourself believe that and that can look like that's outpicturing in your life. Mm-hmm. That's you know? so true. I do know. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your on your new book. We'll look forward to um, to seeing that out there. And 
that must feel like uh, such a welcoming for you of, of being on purpose with your life. One more, one oh more stepping stone, right? I I am so blessed uh, to know my purpose. There is no doubt in my mind that I am on point and on purpose, and that even my drug addiction was was such. Uh, a part of this answered prayer that that had to happen in order for me to be a teacher of soul recovery. Um, that that's, that that was a part of my unfoldment, you know, in, you know, in, in order to do this. So I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for my darkest hours. Yeah. Because when you speak, people can tell that you've walked through it that you're more than somebody that's listened to a few CDs or taken a course for the weekend, but your, your life exemplifies uh, what you're practicing. And that, that means everything. Um, and the world is seeking more core leaders, right? So I want to remind everybody of es- Esther Nicholson with whom we're speaking of today, and you can go to her website. Also, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can look me up at going to unitycampus.org, and we have online services as well as experiences, and I'd love to connect with you and also find out the various things that you're interested in and having on this show um, Esther is one of those role models about recovery, making a difference, and being a difference maker. And we'll be right back after this short break uh, to find out more exciting parts of the book and part of her teaching. Thank you, everyone. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. 
Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Thank you, everyone. And Esther, I'm just loving hearing about your book, uh, Soul Recovery, that's going to be offered by Hay House in in June. Um, Walk us through some of the aspects of the depth of um, your passion and and what your global teaching is about now. Right. Well, soul recovery, you know, 12 Keys to Healing Addiction, people look at that and think that it's just about healing from something or recovering from addiction, with the true essence of this, and, and even though it is a little bit about that, the true essence of this book is about the recovering of something, the recovering of your soul, the recovering of the truth of who you are, soul recovery. And I became passionate about this in Temple because in, in the beginning of our conversation, I talked about how I was just on top of it as far as working the 12 steps. You know, for, for many, many years. It's like I did an inventory every year. My, my life is, is, is based around prayer and meditation, forgiveness, um, all of that stuff that, that the 12 steps really guide you to do. Um, but what I noticed in my 12-step journey was even after like 12 years of sobriety, I was still the walking wounded temple. I was still this wounded little girl, you know, not mm-hmm. thinking that she was good enough, not thinking I was worthy, you know, still being afraid of my own shadow. You know, I talk about in the book how, you know, 12 years of sobriety, you know, I go to rehearsal and Bette Midler says, pack your bag, we're on Oprah tomorrow. And I couldn't even enjoy this amazing opportunity because I was so scared and, and felt like I was a fraud and that I didn't belong there. And I wow. remember a friend... Um, a friend uh, calling me up after the show saying, I wanted to just holler through the television, relax, sweetie, you got the gig, you know, because I was just so uptight and so afraid. And so what I recognized was that the 12 steps had gotten me off the floor. It had introduced me to the power greater than myself, but it hadn't put the power greater than myself within myself. Mm -hmm. It was still the power greater than myself outside of myself. And then I noticed, because by then I was a practitioner, then I noticed in, 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 uh, in, in, in the New Thought Movement that, you know, we say these wonderful flowery prayers, 
And, you know, we meditate and we, we pray and, you know, we're at the church every time the church door opens, but we don't have accountability as far as our resentments and our selfishness and the way that we show up in the world. You know, it's like we're, we're so spiritual sometimes that we're no earthly good. And so there was a, uh, there wasn't a bridge between new thought teachings and the practicality of, of 12 steps. And, and I needed to start bridging that for my own beingness, for my own self. You know, I needed to take God out of the sky and know my oneness with this presence and power, get really clear about its nature of wholeness, of well-beingness, of abundance, of truth, of worthiness, of self-love, of, you know, taking that inner child and putting her on my lap and wrapping her and embracing her in the absolute truth of God, in the absolute truth. And, and in the 12-step in the program, you know, come out of, that, out of that erroneous belief that I'm going to be broken for the rest of my life and, you know, I have to go to meetings for the rest of my life and, you know, in order to never drink again. It's like I had to find a way to find my wholeness. And, um, and so that is what made me so passionate about unifying these principles, uh, the 12 steps and new thought principles and developing soul recovery. And I love the emphasis that you're placing upon, you know, healing and recovery, because I find that too in the, in the work and in ministry of, you know, 22 years now or plus that is the essence of a lot of times people think of healing as you know some you have a you have a knot or you have a tumor or you have something wrong with you or something aches uh more on the physical dimension whereas healing can also be just lacking in self-esteem you know not being confident uh being shut down enough that you aren't able to pursue pursue your dreams and I, I I love the the work of education that you're doing out there in the world because that's what I feel I offer also is, you know, healing could be as subtle as someone offering you a compliment and you reject it. <laughs> you know, right. you could have a new healing and learning how to stand in that space and grace and receive it and give thanks for it versus reflecting it off or rejecting it out, you know, those kind of things. So our healing could be understanding that energy doesn't just come from what you've done physically, <laughs> but who you are right. spiritually. Who, and who you those are kind of things. And, and emotionally. And, mm-hmm. and emotionally, I mean, you know, in, in my speaking at, at a lot of churches, you know, I, I talk about my addiction and I share with people, I know that there are so many people out there that can't relate to being addicted to drugs and alcohol. But you can relate to being addicted to procrastination. You can relate to being addicted to thinking you're not enough and you're unworthy. You can relate to being addicted to fear. You know, and there are times when just doing a prayer treatment and even sitting in meditation is not going to take care of all that. That's to, you know, that we have other tools that, that, that clean up those childhood traumas and that inner child stuff and all of that to take enough of the static off of the line so that you can truly have a direct contact in prayer and meditation. You know, if your prayers aren't getting through, not because you're, you know, not saying the right words, but because you're not making the connection, you know, and you're not making the connection because you're coming to God instead of coming from God, from your mm-hmm. own wholeness, you know? I so know. Yeah. I, I so know. 
And it's so important, don't you think, Temple, not only in the 12-step programs, you know, that they get to know their wholeness and their oneness with God, but in the New Thought Movement in the churches, which like, that's great, you know, you're sitting here, you're doing this work, you're taking the classes, but you're really going deep and, you know, dealing with those other issues that you have, you know? Totally. And just wanting to be as, um, uh, you know, as actualized as you possibly can be. And I I like to use the sense of just like the plant, you know, the plant or the flower is always reaching towards the sun. Equally, the sun is always reaching towards it at the same time. We would call that uh, reciprocity, would we? We would talk, talk about a law of the reciprocal action in that element that the two are happening simultaneously. And I feel that. I know you do too. As I've watched you continue to emerge forward in your life, I feel still a pull, don't you? A spirit pull of the asking or the requesting of my essence to keep growing into my spiritual essence, not growing into my ego necessarily or not necessarily about the amount of people that we serve, but more about that that connection of growing into still who we are originated to be in spirit. I love it. It's just a great mystery. Yeah, that's the divine impulse that doesn't feel good all the time when when we're being invited to be more of our true self. You know, especially if we don't listen initially, you know, it, it, it kind of can, it can turn into, you know, kind of an intense <laughs> uh, invitation and, it, and, it, and it, an intense, you know, calling forth. But it's always for our good. It's always saying, I know you're more. There's, there's more. There's more expansion. You know, there's more of you. And, you know, the, the second step of the anonymous program says, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Well, in, in new thought, in, in the actual truth, you know, you're, you're, you can only be restored to that which you originally were created to be. You can only, you know, you were always whole. You just forgot. You know, so these tools are just about helping you remember what you've always been. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk a lot about uh, abundant living as well. And when you speak about abundance... Where where do you put your focus with that? How do you um, share with your clients that they're able to come into a belief that everything they need is right there? How do you sit with that? Right. Well, first of all, we know that abundance is not just about money. You know, abundance is well-beingness and wholeness. And that means emotional balance, spiritual groundedness, as well as the physical expression and manifestation, you know, of that conscious awareness that you're one with all the good that there is. And so as far as my clients and the people that I teach are concerned, I always share with them, it's not about trying to get abundance. It's not about trying to get that perfect relationship. It's not about trying to get fulfillment. It's not about trying to make any of that happen. It's about making it welcome. And the only way that you can make it welcome is to clear the static off the line through your forgiveness work, your, you know, emotional clearing work, the cleaning up the wreckage of your own past, cleaning up the wreckage of, of things that you've done from an unconscious place. You know, the prayer, the meditation, that allows the way for the inner splendor that is already 
that which you are to have now the room to express in, as, and through you, much like the, the crimp in the water hose. You know, when, that, you know, when, the, when there's a crimp in, in a water hose, no matter how much water pressure is on, it can't get through, you know, or it might just dribble through. But when you, un, un, you know, un, un loosen up that, that crimp and, and, and take that crimp out of the water hose, it goes, boom, it, it just explodes. And I love uh, Joel, Joel Gold. I forgot, what, was it, what was his name, that minister? Joel Goldsmith? Is that the one it, about no, prayer? No, well, I love Joel Goldsmith, too. Joel Osteen. Yeah, where he talks about expect the tsunami of good to flood into your life. Well, that tsunami of good doesn't flood into your life. It flows, it, it, it flows through your life, you know, mm-hmm. from, from, your own, from your own clearing. So, you know, and I even have to tell myself that sometimes, you know, just being an independent ministry, you know, I have to remind myself, Sweetie, you know, except the Lord builds a house, he that labors, labors in vain. You know, so let's stop trying to make this happen and let's allow it to happen because you already have it. All that I have is thine. You know, so that's, you know, my teaching and what I teach my clients. All that the Father has, it's already within you. You are it. Now let's get out of the way. Let's do the work that, that's blocking that flow, that's, that's putting that crimp in the water hose so that a tsunami of good can flow through your life, through your consciousness, and and into out out from out from you, into manifested form. That's very powerful. It's like uh, one of those cliches in the science of mind. What first of all, what you're seeking is seeking you, and what mm-hmm. you're looking for, you're looking with. I love that mm-hmm. one. That one I has been that. a real staple in my life. What I am looking for. I'm looking with, so that potential already exists within me, or I wouldn't be looking for it in the first place. Absolutely, and you know, I want to speak to that in terms of beloved relationships, because I work with a lot of people, you know, that, that's working on their relationship versus working from their relationship with the divine, and, you know, especially in breakups, where they feel like the good that they had has now been taken away from them, or they've lost something really good because their relationship is no longer there. And I I share with them, and the reason I share this with them is because I've had to share this with myself. I've had to listen as the divine spoke these words through me, that all that good that you experienced in your relationship, you brought that to the table. You brought Mm -hmm. that to the table. No one gave that to you and then took it away from you. You are that. And as Jesus said, if you kill me in three days, I will rise up through the activity of my consciousness, that you get to recreate that again, but from, from, from an even higher place. Nothing's been taken away from you. It's already there. That's powerful, girl. That a teach. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, like, like you said to Bull, like I know, homegirl's been on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, in, you know, in this 26 years of sobriety, in fact, just got up off the floor like eight months ago. So, you know, like I, I, I teach and I go, I've gone through what I've gone through and I've turned, you know, the mess into a message and, and the test into a testimony. So this is the truth. This is just the truth. Well, you're traveling all over. How do you maintain your energy level and stay so vibrant and so young? It's difficult. You know, it's difficult. And I've been looking at that, 
lately in terms of my own um, prosperity, you know, in, in terms of having a more balanced um, life, you know. So that's what I'm calling for. It's like, okay, God, what is your highest vision of my purpose and my personal life? Like, how can we join these together in a more balanced way? Because sometimes it is difficult, you know, traveling as much as I do and maintaining my energy level and a personal life. And I tell people, you know, it's not traveling that's my purpose. My teaching is my purpose. Traveling is is how I do a lot of that. And so, you know, I've had a limited way of looking at how I can do this ministry. And now I'm open to, okay, Spirit, what is another way that I can do this ministry that will better support my energy and, and my personal life? Until that answer is revealed to me in a way and a language that I understand and can act upon, I will continue to do what I do. But I am open and receptive to the infinite possibilities that's already established. So you're drawing so, from that. Answer your question. It ain't it ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're living that example. It is not I, but the spirit within me who do oh it. Oh my works. God! <laughs> Especially last was that last Saturday. I was up at 4 a.m. I had a 6:30 a.m. flight out of Nashville to Spokane, Washington. We had a layover in Denver. Denver has a snow a snow blizzard. My flight was supposed to leave there at 10:30 a.m. It didn't leave until 9:30 that night. Temple. Oh my word! And and so. I first allowed myself my inner tantrum, and I totally believe in that. I totally believe in not doing a spiritual bypass. But I allowed my inner tantrum, and I handled it, you know, in in the bathroom stall in the way I needed to. And then I said, let me practice what I teach. And then I even called the minister whose church I was going to. I said, I need you to hold me in prayer, but I have the strength to practice what I teach because I'm really a mess right now. I'm tired. I'm exhausted, and I'm really frustrated. So I believe in asking for help, and I think that's another way in which I am so supported is I don't try to be this ministry or this teacher or practitioner, you know, that has this look of I'm perfect and I don't need help. If I need help, I'll call someone and say, please pray for me right now. I really need your help, you know? Oh, yeah. That is right on task. I love that, not making it a spiritual bypass. Well, these are many uh, insights and wisdom that's coming to us today from Esther Nicholson, and you can join her or sign up to be part of her life experiences, EstherNicholson.com. We'll be right back after break, and I want to thank all of you that continue to support this immense radio station, Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We'll be right back.
are we? Who is God? And what is our life's purpose? Author and minister Ogan Holder found his answers the hard way through inner turmoil and doubt. With candor and humor, he shares why it's good to doubt, even if you're a minister, in Rants to Revelations, new from Unity Books. Simply put, to doubt myself is to doubt God. If I embrace God as the very operating principles of the universe, the connecting space between us, the fabric of existence, and that I am the physical embodiment of all that, then how could there be room for doubt in myself? My salvation lies in the following premise. Doubt is the beginning of faith. Read more from Rants to Revelations and order your copy today. Visit RantsToRevs.com. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being. With your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And here we are with uh, Esther Nicholson, extraordinaire. And uh, the uh, final phase of our show today is we're going to talk about her on purpose work and her website, soulrecovery.org. Esther, what, what does this work entail and how can other people be part of it? Um, well, this work, uh, it's, it's a 12-week process of the, the, the first key is getting a clear understanding about the nature of spirit. And, and you know, I've noticed that in, in New Thought Centers, a lot of the New Thought Centers that I, that I teach, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, proclaim God is good all the time and all the time God is good, but they still have not integrated that power within their own beingness. So the first key is about taking God out of the sky and really placing this power within your own beingness, allowing it to restore you to sanity, meaning right perspective and balance, turning your will and your life and every concern and every care that you have over to this power and presence. It has an in-depth forgiveness process incorporating radical forgiveness and the fourth through the ninth step process of the anonymous programs, including a lot of inner child work, renegotiating your spiritual agreements with people that you believe have hurt you the worst, um, creating a stronger story, um, and going back again to those inner child um, traumas and, and surrendering, to, surrendering them to the light of, of this, this immutable principle that transforms and transmutes them into your wholeness. 
um, prayer and meditation. We have a spiritual foreplay um, section in the book when it comes to prayer and meditation because so many people come to me and say, you know, I sit down and meditate and I'm all scattered and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you sit down to meditate from a different vibration than that of well-beingness and wholeness. And that's, you know, you're operating at a different, on a different radio station than that which it is that you're trying to reach. So there's a whole process of preparing for, for communion with the beloved uh, in the prayer and meditation um, section. And now you're ready to be of service to the world, just like in the, in the 12th step. Through, you know, through this work, we are now ready to be, you know, uh, a fit vehicle for, for our fellows, to God and to, to our fellows. Um, and we need teachers, therapists, ministers, sponsors who are willing to uh, embody these principles on a deeper level to become soul recovery coaches. So we are starting a certification certification program under Soul Recovery um, in our Soul Recovery Network for anyone who would like to join us and doing a six-week online course with me to become a, um, a certified Soul Recovery Coach because we're looking at this book becoming a number one bestseller and there are going to be thousands, hundreds of thousands of people on this planet that are going to need people to take them through this process as a soul recovery coach. So we're calling forth coaches who would be, who wanted to be a part of this community and do this work. Oh, that is incredible. <laughs> so do people just go to the website? They go to the website, website, soulrecovery.org. Where they'll get to download two chapters of the book and just see if it's something that would be a fit for them. If, if, you know, watch, you know, watch the introduction, introduction video and see if this is something that they want to do. You know, it would, it would increase, not only are they being a service to the world, but it would inc- increase their, priant, their, their private clientele um, because there are people that are going to need them and I can't do it all by myself. Yeah, so just go to the website, soulrecovery.org. And so here you are, again, a, a living example of every part of your path was necessary, kind or unkind, oh, yeah. that all the yeah. teachers were just as they were supposed to be in yeah. order that you bring your gifts and your, your talents, that sacred development, we would call it, that people play in our lives and, uh, and, and alter us forever. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if my message is anything, Temple... I know that people have been really hurt and, you know, by relationships and, you know, by their own addictions and their own patterns and, and, you know, by their parents and teachers and, you know, everybody has a story. And I'm just saying that that story didn't happen to you. It happened for you. It happened to wake you up, to motivate you to the point that you're willing to know your true self, God more than anything else. And sometimes we get that the easy way, and sometimes, unfortunately, or fortunately, we get it the really difficult way. But if you can, just for a moment, come out of that victim consciousness and say, you know what, there's a gift here. There's, there is a pearl of great price here. What is it? And I demand to know what that is, and I am willing to use this for, for God. I'm willing to use this for my life. The years that the locusts have eaten can be restored. And I am a living testimony to that. And I say that because 
I've been through some stuff in my life, even in sobriety. And it's like, wow. You know, where I didn't even know how I was going to make I knew I knew that God was going to get me through it. You know, and I would even say to the Spirit, I don't know how you're going to pull this one off because this one hurts so bad. And it's like the next thing I know, I'm on the other side. I'm like, wow, God, you did it again. You know, and I know that for me and I know that for each and every listener that's listening today. Mm-hmm. So the people are are listening and they are awakening to that which you are saying. What is a a final essence of teaching that you would like to offer us for this day? That you are already whole. That there's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. There's nothing damaged, and there's nothing lost. I know it might feel that it might be that way, but that's just the appearance. And so right now we just put aside that appearance. We turn entirely away from it. And we anchor in this immutable, omnipotent presence and power that is only wholeness, only well-beingness, has only got your back, and that all is well. You're already there. You just have to make the trip. And you're supported by all of the angels on this side of the veil and on the other side of the veil to support you in making that trip to your own wholeness, to your own divinity. And that's the truth, I promise you. And so we just bring in that energy and essence and we hold for each of you. And I would invite you to please pass along these messages and this teaching today to to many of your friends that are out there in the field and out there in the world that are seeking just that science of remembering who they are and that they can too relate and resonate with the kind of energy that we're offering today with the intentional spirit. Esther, we'll be paying close attention to you and looking at the grand work that you're doing on the planet. And thank you for taking your sacred story and putting it into meaning and into the depth and richness and that so many people can benefit. I'd just like to reiterate to everybody, you can go to soulrecovery.org and become more involved and find out about Esther because she's traveling everywhere and she could be coming soon to a city near you. Esther, thank you so much for being on My our pleasure. show today. My pleasure, Temple. Blessings to you. Thank you. Keep living your dream, girl. I will. I will. Peace God bless you. Temple. Thank you for being Bye-bye. with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. 
Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Oprah Winfrey says that Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within You, changed her perspective on life and religion. Maya Angelou quotes Emily Cady's Lessons in Truth as she recalls her own spiritual awakening. What do these books have in common? They are Unity classics. Join Rev. Laura Beth Gilbreth, Minister of Unity Transformation, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Each month, you'll be able to follow along and contribute your thoughts, questions, and ideas as we examine a different classic Unity book. From Charles and Myrtle Fillmore to Eric Butterworth, Emily Cady, and beyond, experience the foundational teachings of Unity. Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Thursdays on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to take a quantum leap into greater self-acceptance and love and freedom from suffering by connecting all your parts, especially those you deem broken? 
If so, join Mark Anthony Lord, founder and spiritual director of the Bodhi Spiritual Center in Chicago, every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as he helps you understand there is nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. This show is for you, so you can know you're not alone, and that you really matter, and that miracles are right here within you and all around you. From this knowing, anything and everything becomes possible. Each week, Mark will be joined by amazing guests who share their journeys of awakening. Listen live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central, or download the podcast at your convenience, or subscribe via iTunes to Nothing Broken Here with Mark Anthony Lord, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Did you know that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, 
you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.